0: Hey, welcome to another episode of Harvest Now Conversations. Yay! Woohoo! So, hosting with me today, I've got Jello. What up? (laughs) Uh, And we're joined today with Guada. Yep, that's me. Victoria. Hello. And Jayan.
1: Hello.
0: So, real quickly, could you guys introduce yourself?
1: Um, Yes, I'm Guada. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Who
0: are you? Where do you come from?
2: And how old are you?
1: Okay. So, um, my name is Guara and I am from Sydney and I am twenty two years old.
2: Wow. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria. You can go as deep spiritual or general with who are you?
0: Just give us a rundown.
2: Of who Victoria is.
3: <laughs> wow. I'm Victoria. <laughs> I grew up in Western Sydney, and I'm 24.
2: Woo! Wow. <laughs> and Chan.
4: Hey, I'm Chan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm 24, wow. and um, yeah, grew up in Western Sydney. What else? Uh, also, worship leader mm. church. Yeah Very,
2: cool. yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool.
0: Okay. What are we talking about today?
2: Well, what I wanted to talk about today was the difference between a relationship <laughs> and religion. So we hear along the street, every time someone says, oh, I don't, I don't care about religion, it triggers all Christians. And because they say, oh, it's not a religion, it's a relationship. And I wanted to, I wanted to give clarification to everybody listening to what exactly that is what is the difference between a relationship and a religion? Um, and it's open, the floor is open for anyone to answer. Um, yeah, because for a long time, I, th- uh, I didn't realize, I didn't grasp um, Christianity being a relationship. I didn't know at all what it was like until I got into a relationship with God. Yeah. So does anyone has, does anyone have anything to share about what the difference between a relationship and a religion is?
0: Yeah. Anybody? So even saying when when Christians say like, "Oh, yeah, it's a it's not a religion; it's a relationship," that in itself sometimes becomes religious mm. because it becomes such a traditional thing for Christians to say. Mm. Um, I even find myself um, in the past saying that sort of thing and being a hypocrite about it because I wasn't really in a relationship in, with Jesus. Yeah. Um it became this religious thing to say, um, hey bro, it's not a religion, it's a relationship. When yep. deeply in my heart I knew I wasn't in a right relationship with God. I wasn't close with him. Yeah. Um but yeah, so yeah, real quickly, let's let's talk about um your definition of a relationship and a religion. So yep. let's, let's go around yeah yeah, yeah yeah let's start with Gwata
1: so, um, yeah, um, I've experienced both ways of what it's like to be in religion and in relationship as well. Um, yeah, for for a long time, um, yeah, I've been searching for God and like, you know, I've been looking for help um, everywhere because as you guys know, I was um, a drug addict and I was an alcoholic so... Deep down in my heart, I wanted to change. I wanted to look for something. I wanted to look for God, right?
5: Mm.
1: And so I was, um, I was invited to this youth, and yeah. So they introduced God, blah blah blah. But it wasn't like, whoa, it's God, you know, like, yeah. like I want to be part of this, like, kind of like right away kind of thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was. For me, when I when I see religion, it's I feel like I was bound, Yeah. and I was. I was still I wasn't free, you know I felt like when I step into into the church, I feel like I'm being looked at I'm being judged at because mm. to them religion is um, like uh, you you have to be holy before God. you yeah. have to be yeah. righteous before God and I'm, and I was thinking, oh my gosh, I am the worst sinner of all because I go you know I'm, I'm an uh, addict, a drug addict, I'm an alcoholic. I, I sin like how can i go before god mm, if yep. if that's the case you know i can't right so yeah i was super bound super super bound and how how i see religion is religion is people searching for god and relas- relationship is god searching for men mm, mm. and god and god found me i didn't find god he he knew me before the foundation of this world yep. and yeah and what Really got me is if we are saved by grace. What I heard before was when I got saved. Um, if grace is is water, then the church should be an ocean.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: We are saved by grace, and how come we um, the church don't welcome sinners like us? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's how i that's when i first got saved i was thinking about like yeah that's right right because the the church is not the museum for for good people that's right it's the hospital for the broken
0: yeah Um, come on
1: and so i was like yeah so that's that's what how i see religion and relationship when i found god i found who i who i truly am yeah i found my purpose i found true love Mm. right Mm. and um yeah, I've never experienced God the way I experienced him two years ago when I, when I actually got into my knees and just cried out to God and just asked him for help. And he did. He He came to me hmm. and he hmm. and says in his work, knock and he will open, seek yep. and you will find me. Yeah. And yeah, it's not about being holy and being righteous before God. And he said, if, conf- if you confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, you are saved. And yep. that's how easy it is. How easy it is to come to God, right. and it doesn't have to be complicated. Mm, yeah. Relationship is not complicated. You get to know God, and He gets to know you.
5: That's right.
1: So, yeah, um, yeah.
0: That's awesome. So, so pretty much in a nutshell, what you're saying is, come as you are to God. Yeah, that's like, exactly right. Like with the, like for example, if we're on if we want to talk scripture, the prodigal son. Came smelling like pigs. Came yeah. smelling like sin. Came. So you can literally still have the stain of sin on you. Come to God and i will give you a new robe. Exactly. Is that, so was that what happened to you? or
1: Exactly right, yes. Yeah? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like God died for all. He That's didn't right. just die for the righteous. He died for the sinners. Mm. And we shouldn't be scared to, to come to God. You know, just come to him as you are. Like he will accept mm. you as you are. Yep. Just the way he did to me. In my darkest moments in my life, he, he, sh- he showed me love, he showed me grace, he showed me forgiveness. And mm. God is, is a forgiving God and God is a loving God. And that's who he is. Mm. So, yeah.
2: Victoria. That's awesome. Yeah, Victoria, what is the difference between relationship and a religion to you?
3: Uh, well, I just found religion boring.
5: Yeah. I <laughs> would <laughs> yeah. go
3: to church. Same. At Easter and at Christmas, and I was the last one in the car, and I hated going, and I was just,
5: ugh.
2: Yep.
3: But then when I started going to, uh, when I was saved, born again, like it was just different. Mm-hmm. Like there was, there was life in the, in the place that I was in. The people were excited to hear the word of God. Um, and it didn't matter how confused I was. If I didn't have any of the answers, I found them out as I stayed with God, as I got to know Him more and got to know what He wanted me to be like. Because mm. there's no point staying the way that you are if there are problems with that. Right. So for me, religion was just boring. Mm.
2: So what changed then? Because uh, would you say that you were religious before?
3: Well, I don't really know what religious means. Mm. There's so many different different definitions. It's like the the Pharisees, the Sadducees who just followed the law yep. day by day and now there's the modern religious person who just goes Easter, Christmas holidays and birthdays yep. and they just don't do anything
2: mm. So would you say that there has been a time in your life when there, when you made that transition where you have suddenly knew that, wow, I'm in a relationship with God
5: Hmm
3: I don't know if there was like an aha moment, but yeah. it was just, like it just gradually happened. Hmm. Yeah, I'd say that.
2: And what is it like being in a relationship?
3: It's it's like having a dad that actually cares for you. Hmm. Goes out of his way to do stuff for you. He cares for you so much that on the way home yesterday, you cried in the car because you realized how much he loved you. Wow. Well. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, just God's good. That Amen. was me today. <laughs>
0: wow. Jeez. Everybody crying. I didn't <laughs> cry today. <laughs> no, chain.
4: <laughs> chain. Did you cry? Hey, hey. So, um, yeah. So I actually grew up in a Christian church and I've heard like, it's not a religion, it's a relationship my whole life. Yep. But And I've said that. And actually in high school, um, Victoria and I actually led like a youth group there and I said that, but really, I feel like only recently that I have gone like stepped into a like a real, real relationship with God. Mm. And I feel like, um, yeah, going to a Christian church or like born again or Pentecostal, whatever church you go to, it can still be religious. It, it doesn't have to be Catholic. You don't have to be m- like Muslim or come from like a like mm. real like what the world sees as, what we see as religious. But Mm -hmm. it's the, like, it's the mindset. Mm. Mm. It's our mindset. And it's like, being, having to, thinking that you have to do something to earn God's attention. Yeah. Or his love, for example. Mm. And that's how I felt. Um, Yeah. Uh, Like, even, just, like, Singing songs at the beginning of church, like, and then, like, feeling that you have to, you have to go, like, express yourself, like, yeah. you've got to
2: force a tear. Yeah, out.
4: yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't have to do that. Like, you can just, yeah, you could just be, really. Like, what I've experienced is that I can just be free, in just knowing. That that he loves me. Mm. And it's just an it's an inside thing. Like it's just an it's a peace that comes over you like I can't really explain. Mm. Like it's just it's just there and you know that he's there. And um yeah. Another thing is like um mm, um yeah, yeah. So like I I went to church my whole life. Yeah and um i i sat through all the preachings and i actually you know i actually enjoyed it i actually like enjoyed knowing all this stuff but at the end of the day that's all it was it was just knowledge mm. like i never actually experienced any of that stuff yeah mm-hmm. um like they were talking about joy yeah. they were talking about peace mm. and all this stuff and and like um it was it was nice to know yeah but like i never really understood it and like really experienced it for myself mm. and mm. yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah 100 my my attitude with <clears throat> yeah because i was i was born into a church as well and my attitude was how come my life is no different to everybody else's and is this just fake and I looked at other people's lives in the church and I compared them with people in the world. And I'm like, wow, this is fake. This is nothing. We just go to church. And then once you leave church, you're bitter and angry. You start fighting <coughs> arguments, all this stuff. I just looked at it. I just looked at yeah, the people that preached to me and see the the way they conduct their life i'm like wow there's no difference this is fake and but i still enjoyed going to church so i kept going to church because my friends were there and then the transition for me was when i heard god this is the first time i ever heard god and he's like and i was at that time i was at the front i was doing i was a worship leader even though i had that mindset (laughs) that wow these guys are fake. The pastor's fake. Wow, my family's a fake. No one's Christian. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck is this? Christianity's nothing. And then I'm I'm singing and I'm acting. And then I heard God. And he's like, You're not worshiping me. You're acting. And I'm like, Oh God <laughs> And I was like it really, really impacted me. Like I went up to Gerard uh at, at the end of service. I started crying to the boys I'm like I heard God he told me that I'm acting and I have an idol I'm not really worshipping him and it really like it, it just exposed me <laughs> big time it's like um, it's like someone flipped on up this uh, um flicked on the switch and I was doing and I was naked <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> like it was just not good and then from that point on I started being real mm. like mm. is this is christian like what is this christianity is supposed to be uh, transformation the diff- uh, i i realized that religion is it's just like what Guada said it's like it's like you trying to do ho- uh, to to trying to do holy trying mm. to do and then look uh, look holy on the outside and then, yeah, when being in relationship with God, it's, lo- uh, it's like you getting close to God and you loving God. And because of you loving God, you want to obey Him. Mm. And because of your relationship with God, you become more like Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because of your relationship and closeness with God, the stuff that I did before, it, it bothered me so much. The first thing that I gave up was swearing. Swearing was so wrong to me, which uh, which leads to my next question: What was the first thing that changed in your relationship with God? I'll start with Gerard. The
0: first thing that changed. Yeah. Um, so bit of background: I grew up Roman Catholic, mm. um, and with that, it was just like a set of rules. Yeah. Um, it was sort of like how. Jesus was saying like, oh, you search the scriptures bec- because you think that you have life in them. Yep. But these scriptures point to me. Mm. He was talking to the Pharisees and then uh, we'd we'd do the prayers, we'd do this, do that, all this stuff. Um, the first thing that changed was probably like actually believing and knowing that there is a God mm. mm-hmm. and it's not so far away. Yep. Yeah. That was the first thing that that changed in me and i and he was just a father to Mm. me just a father he's not some um some god far away waiting for you to do something wrong so he can squash you yep um that was the first thing that changed um and from that it was just like a domino effect Mm. um i just started noticing in my life noticing things in my life that i had to cut out like like um swearing just like you bro um no one no one from church told me I should stop swearing mm. yeah, um it just happened, yeah, mm. it was, <laughs> all of a sudden yeah. it just felt wrong It just like yeah, yeah it was, like yeah i I can't explain it, and then the second thing was um being addicted to porn mm. like i I was mm-hmm. watching it um and there, there was just, I was already Christian then I was still watching it, and at one point, I felt Holy Spirit say Gerard what if these women were your mum and your sister? Mm. I said, oh crap, right. And then Holy Spirit was like, son, these are people's daughters. They're their mothers. Mm. They're their sisters. Yep. People are related to these people somehow. Yep. And I love them. And I'm like, whoa, okay, it's wrong. I'm sorry. I'm gone. Like, I, I don't want to do it anymore, God. So that, those are the first few things that changed, um, in my life. Like I had stuff on my laptop, I had to, I deleted, like yeah. it hurt. It yeah. was an idol to me, bro. I yeah. had stuff on my laptop. I was like, man, what if I want to watch this later though? That's
2: common. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like a whole bunch of guys have that in common. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm. yeah. I, I had all this material, pictures, uh, wallpapers and, and videos. I, I hit them. You know how you go on a Mac and you go like, um, See, see no. package contents. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I hit. I've I only
2: had this Mac for a couple months. Oh, right.
0: <laughs> welcome to the family, bro. Um, welcome to the 21st century. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> just kidding. But yeah, I, I hit all my porn just everywhere and like behind games and just hidden folders and stuff. It was everywhere on my bookmarks and like it was just everywhere. I put them in my guitar tab or whatever thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeez. I hit it every. I had so much stuff. I was, like, a freak, dude. Like, mm. it was gross. Um, and this stuff was, like, so dear to me. <laughs> it's so weird to say. It was dear to me. Like, I'd I'd actually enjoy watching this stuff. Like, I'd have the time of, of my life going for it, right? Yep. And then when I was deleting it, it felt right. Yeah. You know? I was like, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. I don't care what I feel right now. I have to do this. Just... I'll never go to it again. Straight into the bin, trash it, done. That's it. And it was so, so liberating. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And just, it just felt like this weight. this, you know how Bible says, put off your old self. Mm. It literally felt like I took off this dirty rag off of me. Mm. And I was like, oh, cool. Um, I guess I'm free now. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Yeah. yeah, It was really, it was really awesome. So
2: before, before you started getting close to God and you started actually hearing from God, did it feel wrong?
0: No, um, it, w- it didn't feel wrong. Uh, when I got saved, yeah, it felt wrong, but I was like, oh, you know what? Porn and masturbation is normal. Everybody does it. Blah, 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 blah. Yep. It just just lies. Mm. You know, just lies being chatted. But you still knew it was wrong. I knew it was wrong. Mm-hmm. But you just couldn't stop. I just couldn't stop because I was addicted and I tried so many times to do it out of my own strength just yep. to stop and just like, uh, the more I tried to do it myself, mm. the more I got into it and, the deep fell, mm-hmm. And I would just feel like a failure to God every time I'd fall. Just like, God, like, I'm so sorry. I'm really, really trying hard not to do it. And then God was like, that's it. That's that's why <laughs> you're trying. Give it to me. Mm. And I gave it to God. And then that's it.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah. We'll go into depth with that in a, in a different episode.
0: episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned.
2: <laughs> All right. Guada. what was the first thing that changed in you when you got into a relationship with God?
1: Um, I think it was my, my smoking addiction Mm. that was, yeah, I went through a radical, radical change with that. Like
2: what were you like before
1: I was, (laughs) so I was smoking, um, since I was 14 till I was 19 years old, 19 years, 19 years old was when I got saved. Mm. So yeah, I was, I was looking at my smokes and, and I'm thinking like, I just felt gross just looking at it. Mm-hmm. Just like, like, just like what um, Gerard was saying, it was dear to me because I've been smoking for a long time.
5: Yeah, it's
1: been I've been smoking like every day, every day for five years, and yeah, it was it was really big to me. And when I said yes to God, and um, when I said yes to His calling, and I was I was getting these temptations to smoke again, but every time I would about to put my hand in the smokes, yep. something would stop me. Wow. Mm. So. Yeah, like it just became. <laughs> yeah, it's like someone smacking my hand, like don't touch it. Hey! <laughs> wow. Not for you. Not for you. <laughs> so it was yeah, it was radical, and it it was it was pretty much an overnight thing for me. It wasn't wow. like oh, Whoa. I I quit like during this, you know, I I cut down to this kind of smokes like one once a day.
2: Did anybody tell you not to, not to s- not to smoke?
1: Yes, pe- people did try to help me quit smoking, but it didn't work, like it didn't work for me. Like mm. I even tried to do it in my own strength. And that's, I can say that God is real <laughs> mm. because I did it in my own strength for years, wanting to quit smoking, wanting to quit smoking marijuana for years. Like I was like, you know, I, I was telling myself that I would um, cut down to two smokes a day, but it, I was still smoking, right? I wasn't yeah. fully like, yeah, not smoking anymore. Mm. But yeah, when, when I experienced God, when when I got to know God, it was radical. It was an overnight thing that I, the next day I did not want to smoke. Hmm. Like thinking of smoking was just disgusting to me. So yeah, it was it was crazy. Like it's crazy how God just changed me overnight, hmm. like my addiction overnight. Um, yeah, people people like my friends, my friends would say, oh, they would talk to Jamison because you know I was dating Jamison at the time. How did you do it, bro? <laughs> how did you get guata oh. like this? How did you do this and that and that? to her like yeah what what like she's changed so much like what did you do and me and james was just like it's not it's, it's just Is god <laughs> wow. it's he not was me. in me <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah
1: so yeah i have yeah people were uh, my friends in adelaide are always asking like how how did you do it <laughs> to my husband now but we both know that it was god who changed me
5: mm.
1: who took me out of that addiction and yeah the, the the same thing that god can do to me he can do it to anyone Mm. And it's mm. and it's amazing. It's amazing how God can change your addiction overnight. Like it can happen. It, it happened two thousand years ago. It can happen now. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah.
1: So yeah, God, is it's <laughs> God of miracles, bro. It's
3: amazing. Wow.
2: Amazing. Praise God. P-T-L. That's crazy. One Victoria. day.
1: Mm.
3: Yeah.
2: Jeez. Yeah, Victoria. Um, it
3: was the first thing was probably swearing. Mm. Same as you.
2: You swore. Whoa. I've never
0: heard
3: you <laughs> swear. I've never heard you swear. <laughs> heard you swear ever. <laughs> <laughs> swear for us right now. <laughs> <laughs> I knew don't, don't, don't. <laughs>
4: her in high school never heard her
5: swear.
3: So? Really? did oh. it all the time. Um, she just never heard me because she I was always in my best friends. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nah, not until later. Um, 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 yeah, so first swearing and like the same with you. Like no one told me it was bad. I just stopped doing it because it felt gross coming out of my mouth. And then the... Probably at the same time was lying. Mm.
5: Mm. Because, yeah. Yeah, um,
3: big, big thing. not just like huge lies, like the little ones, mm. the, the the white black and lies. White. Yep. Black and white. There's
5: no black and white. The white, white lies. lies.
3: Like I remember my mum asking me in primary school, Did you eat your lunch? And yeah. then I would say, Yes. <laughs> but it yeah. was or in you my threw bag. it out? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no that's no, what I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't throw it out. And then she asked me the next day, and then it was still in my bag. And then the next day, it was still in my bag. And I was ashamed to throw it out, so I just left it in my bag. And it was just like, it, I kept adding more to it. And then it was just rotting and, and there was mold in my bag. And my bag was gross and heavy. Mm. And um, I just kept saying, no, yeah, I, I ate my lunch. Mm. <laughs> no. And then a couple months later, my mom was like, why is your bag so heavy? And mm. she looked inside and then she just started yelling at me. And it was like, why didn't you at least throw it away? And I yep. was like, no, I'm ashamed. So um, when I was a Christian, um, I decided uh, not to lie. Mm. <laughs> uh, I'm not perfect at it, but I'm working on it every day.
0: Mm. Yeah. Mm. Process. I, it's such a tempting thing to do because mm. it's just an easy way yeah, out. It's yeah, it's so easy. Because so if you don't easy. think, it
3: just comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like even little things. It, like
2: yeah. it helps you escape from, um, what's it called? Confrontation. confrontation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> are you? <Oops>. <laughs> I'm doing
2: not <laughs> so well. <laughs> yeah, lying. All right. Cheyenne.
4: Yeah. Well, actually, you read that the root of having to lie or the habit of lying comes from fear. Like, mm. Yeah. So fear of confrontation, fear of <laughs> not being good enough, mm. fear of not like meeting expectation. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was actually. Um, yeah a big thing for me as well but i felt like um when i got into like a real real relationship yeah because this is compared to before where you know i'd call myself christian but still do the same things like yeah so um so real real relationship with jesus i um fun fact in (laughs) um old me used to hold grudges all the time. I was really angry. <laughs> I was a very angry person. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you believe it? But um yeah, so what really changed in me, I noticed that um I just had peace. Hmm. Like it was so weird. <laughs> like I wanted to hold grudges against people but then <laughs> like but then God would like show something to me like give me um like give me like what's called pictures of like, you know, what if they are going through something right now mm. or something <laughs> like that? They're probably, you know, stressing out. So yeah. it's no use staying angry at them. You're not going to make it the situation any better. Mm. Mm. And so um, that was one of the biggest things for me. And and forgiving people. Yep. That Ooh. was Ooh. a huge yeah. thing hard. for me. Yeah. And it was incredibly hard because it's so easy to just let people go like out like just cut them off, mm. s- but mm. not like let them go. You know what I mean. Yeah, it was that yeah. was so hard for me. Mm. But um, but yeah, God's grace, man. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. God's grace. I I think he makes make yeah. it easy mm.
2: with forgiveness. That uh, this was before I. Um, I think I had a relationship for a long time with God. We've just come a long way me and god
4: <laughs> but
2: yeah uh with forgiveness i remember i was not free even though i was a christian and i was at the front i was still bitter there was a time where i hated each one of you guys
5: <sighs> even me yeah wow oh my gosh. i was wow. upset what did they even do to you? <laughs> what did I, do? I was just angry i was like <laughs> you
2: guys are fake
5: Let's talk about that later Not anymore Cut
2: it off Cut it off We gotta talk talk. (laughs) (laughs) But like I uh, Man Like I was just so lost Mm. And I Like I was doing stuff A whole bunch of stuff In my own strength Mm. Like a testimony Uh, Like it was a long process I fasted a lot Fasted a lot Just so that I could get Because I thought uh, That fasting will Get rid of myself And you know and I'll it'll be easier for me to get over stuff. But I kept fasting during the fast. It's alright, I'm good. But as soon as I start eating again, bang! It comes flooding back, and I'm and I'm back to square one. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> and then, finally, I reached the end of myself, Ooh. and uh, I've told this testimony before. Like I reached the point of suicide, and it. It drove me to that point where I had a heart-to-heart with God, completely honest. I'm like, God, you have to help me or I'm going to like kill me. Kill me. I can't take it anymore. Help me or kill me. And then that night, I didn't feel anything. <laughs> and that was like one of the longest nights ever. And then I had a dream. I had a dream that I was speaking to a multitude of people. And I still remember that dream to this day. And in that dream, I was saying something that I would never say. So I knew it didn't come from me. And after that day, God just, I felt like God honored my prayer. (laughs) Help me. That was my prayer. Help me. And in that, in a matter of a day, I went from suicidal to completely free. Wow. And yeah, like... I remember one Sunday, all of you guys avoided me. Pastor Rod even, uh, one of our pastors said to stay away from Jell-O. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I got even more angry. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need help. And I even, I got even more angry. And then, yeah, like that just shows that no one helped me. Uh, not Like no one could have helped me. I couldn't have helped myself, it was all God, God mm. is my relationship with God, and it's God's supernatural power that changed me, yep. and I know that there are a lot of people that go through um bitterness and unforgiveness, yeah. mm. um especially like yeah, especially at this age there's so much um there's so much drama, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah,
0: I think um this whole forgiveness thing is such an awesome thing. And it's such an essential thing as well when going from religion to relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Mm. Um, forgiveness, forgiving yourself, is a big one as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for stupid stuff you've done in the past before yep. you <laughs> even commit. Even if you are committed to Jesus, you have to forgive yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yep. it's um, like yeah, we mess up. We're going to mess up. Mm. It's inevitable. We're yep. going to mess up. yeah we're we're gonna miss the mark. And um, the truth is, God's grace is there. Yep. But it's not a permission to keep on messing up. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's um it's his grace is there to lead us into repentance. His grace is mm. there to strengthen us, to yeah. teach oh, that's us. Right. Um yep. Yeah, and so if someone say I have a friend and they're looking to go from religion to relationship with Jesus and they don't know they don't quite know the difference, you know. That, let's say like me, they grew up in a super Roman Catholic household, did the prayers went to confession, got the sacraments done. Yeah. But they want to know more. They want to know Jesus, like, like full on, like they're they're searching for God. What would you, what would you advise them to do? Anybody.
2: (laughs) So there's, so someone is searching for God and they're like struggling. Is that what you're saying?
0: No. So what I'm saying is how does one person move from religion to relationship?
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, let's all share. So, for me, mm-hmm. uh, what I'd advise if they came to me, I would say, you need to. You need to recognize that you don't know everything. You need to recognize that everything you know about God could be wrong. Yeah. Because I grew up in church, I heard all of the sermons, and I thought I knew everything. I thought I've heard everything there is to hear about God. And yet I still went down to suicide, still, even though I had all those messages preached to me. And it was only until I reached the end of myself and I got rid of that pride and I opened myself up. I opened my heart up. I opened my ears to listen (laughs) and just take what I need to hear in. And the thing, the thing is, God is like, God is not distant. He's at the edge of His seat. He's waiting for you. Mm. The scripture says, draw near to God, He'll draw near to you. Mm. And the, what I'm picturing is, the picture that I got when I saw that verse was, God is like, He's seriously like anticipating for you to draw near to Him. Mm. Like that, um, the prodigal son, he, he left with it his inheritance and spent it on hookers and drugs and all of that stuff and partied, cause he thought he knew what's best. And it was only until he came to himself when he realized that, oh, <laughs> I don't know best. I gotta go back. And when he came back, his father was like waiting, and he ran the rest out of the way. Yeah. Mm. So God is waiting for you. Mm. He's not. He's not. Um. He's not this. I told you so. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Kind of God. he's he's not bitter he doesn't get offended he is waiting for you he loves you Mm -hmm. and as soon as you get over yourself and humble yourself and say god like i need you bang he'll come he'll come he'll come running and that's what i experienced he came running and he completely flipped my world around from the inside out yeah yeah
0: it's awesome Um,
1: yeah yeah, pretty much what Jelly said, like God is not, yeah, he's not there with his crossed arms saying, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, f- in my experience, like being straightforward, I just had to get over myself. Mm. Mm. I just had to get over myself. So
0: what were the steps to do that?
1: So the thing is, I had to come into conclusion that I can't do this on my own. Right. Mm. That this, this, what I'm trying to do, won't be able to help me. You know, I ha- like Jell said, you have to humble yourself. What I did was I I had to get on my knees and cry out to God and telling him everything, everything that I've I've done, everything that I've did, like I did. And just really venting out to God. Like he is the best person to vent out to because he listens all the time. And that's what's best about God. He's not going to sit there and judge you for everything that you've just said, (laughs) right? (laughs) God will be like, thank God I've been waiting for you. (laughs) You know, I've been waiting for you.
0: He loves the sound of our voice. Yeah, he mm-hmm. loves he,
1: loves, he it. loves it. He loves he loves listening to you. He loves talking to you. And yeah, like for me I just really had to get over myself because, you know, I was an independent woman. I can do this on my own. I'm strong. I'm yeah. this. Right. This is just all pride. All this pride that I had to let go of. Yeah. And let God. Mm. And let God do his work in me. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's what I like yeah, normally when like, I don't want to be like rude, but yeah, get over yourself. Yeah, <laughs> You just have to get over yourself. That's right. I need
2: to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You really
1: need to get over yourself. Yeah. I, there's no shortcuts. I don't want to sweet talk you. Just get over yourself and mm. just let God do, do his work in you. Yeah.
5: yeah. yeah. Pick. Uh,
1: for, I would say,
3: like being in a relationship with God isn't easy. Like every relationship isn't easy. It's not you're not going to be a Christian and suddenly your life is like all, what's that saying like rainbows and unicorn farts and whatever. <laughs> it's it's hard work, right? You have to <laughs> climb the mountain. You have to tell the mountain to move. You have to use your faith that's as small as a mustard seed. You, it's going to be hard, but that Psalm, um, um, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I will walk through the valley. I will get through my situation because I have a relationship with God. And that's thats what um, I had to cling to when I went through depression because I didn't have it before I was a Christian. I went through depression while I was a Christian, which sounds kind of hyper... Oh, what's the word? Hypothetical? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's it called? Uh, Hypocritical? What's that one? one? Hypocritical?
2: I don't
3: know. Hypocritical? No, it's hypocritical. Oh, hypocritical. Hypocritical. Uh. It it sounds a little hypocritical because... Hippocr... Hippo... Yes, that word. um, Because as a Christian, you live from joy, you live from strength, you live from faith. But I still... I got depression once. I was a Christian and the only thing that got me through it was, I know I will get through it because I have God with me. I know that even though I shouldn't be here, I'm going to get through it because God is with me. So mm. a relationship with God isn't just, you know, I accept God into my life and then my life is going to be perfect yeah. and, you know, you can make a movie about it, and but then there's no, like, climax, you know? There's nothing
4: to overcome. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. So the I would say that a relationship with God is worth it yeah. if you want it. Yeah.
2: The revelation I had about that was, you know, that verse that says, come to me all who are weary and burdened. Mm. And I'll give you rest. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. I'm like, what the heck? (laughs) (laughs) Why is it so hard then? Why am I going through this? And Mm. why is it so, why is it suck? And I realized that when you put his, uh, when you learn from, when you learn how to do things God's way, and when you go through it with God, yoked to Jesus, life, uh, life is still, difficult but you can go through it with peace mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. you it's easy mm-hmm. That's good. because you're in relationship with god yeah. yeah christian life's supposed to be easy doesn't mean that it's, there's no challenges yeah exactly mm-hmm. but you go through the challenges with peace because you've got god in you
0: mm-hmm. yeah when jesus says to his disciples let's go to the other side of the lake yeah mm. he slept through it
2: yeah there's a storm <laughs> there's a life-threatening <laughs> storm there's a
0: life le- life-threatening storm but because he said let's go to the other side he knew he knew that they were going to get to the other side yeah. Yeah. but his disciples weren't in that mindset yet yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. they were still they were still they still they still weren't getting still not getting it yeah. that, and Jesus had to rebuke him mm. and so even within the storms with the climbing mountains blah 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 all that stuff that life hands at us we can still go through it with peace yeah. if, look if Jesus if Jesus can do it, if he can sleep through a storm, yeah. how did he find rest? Yeah. It's because <laughs> he had trust in his Father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had trust that what was ahead of him is greater than what was what he was in currently. Yeah, yeah. he knew. He knew that there was there, that the storm would stop. Yeah. yeah, and you know what's even awesome? Like he knew that the disciples were, were going to freak out, mm-hmm. and he <laughs> and he and he displayed a miracle, and the disciples like what <laughs> who is this who is this man who who commands the wind and waves like and jesus knew it all yeah and that is just an awesome example for us to live by yeah, yeah. because sometimes we we become idiots and act like the disciples <laughs> and jesus says this everything like oi what are you doing hmm. bang and then we we're like oh right okay i'm a christian <laughs> like you know like yeah it's just um it's such an awesome thing to just live by Jesus, to be yeah. yoked yeah. with Jesus. When you think about a yoke, you think about two bulls or whatever, and they're ploughing. Like there's bumps in the mm-hmm, in the road yeah. until they plough through it, mm. right? Yeah. But you have to keep going. Mm. You have to keep going. You can't move move backwards.
1: Yeah. How I see what you just said about the storm and the. And the disciple thing is like when you know your goal, when you know your purpose, when you know where you're going, nothing can distract you. Yeah. You just keep going. Even if there's bumps ahead of you, even if there's prickles ahead of you, you know the end game. Yeah. You know what's ahead of you. And that's that's where we're supposed to be going, right? Even like even if there's so many things happening around us, your eyes mm. is focused on God. Your eyes is focused on your purpose. Mm. Yeah. I don't, nothing I think can stop you.
0: I think distraction is a choice as well. Yeah, mm. it's, um, 100%. Like... With you saying nothing can distract you, the distractions are going to be there 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. You're going to be so tempted to just quit, like... Yeah. Because it's the easy way out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that distraction, if you're yoked with Christ... Yeah. That's not a distraction anymore. It's just a it's just that's a hurdle right. to jump over. Just yeah. another yeah. hurdle. Um, yeah. So, let's go to... let Cheyenne. Yeah. Let's talk to Cheyenne <laughs> about, like, going through... How does... That was a nice little segue. <laughs> um, so, real quickly, what, um, what would you say to an um, to a person who's struggling relig- religiously, or is just not in faith at all about mm. a god or, um, whatever? How what would you say to them to just sort of convince them mm. that a relation a relationship with Jesus is yeah like why God yeah why God
4: why God well. Yeah. Uh, um. I'll. I got a verse, so oh. I'll just read. It. Oh.
0: read oh my verses. gosh, the nice. word of.
2: Yeah,
4: God. I'll just I'll just say the word of God. You know, rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you <version. laughs> Repent,
0: you dirty sinner. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding.
4: Jeez. So that's true. it's yeah, Jeremiah twenty-nine, eleven to thirteen. Mm. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's good, guys. <laughs> So it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare or good and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you. Mm. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Mm. Mm-hmm. So as long as a person desires is or is looking for God, they will find. Hmm. they will find the truth. Yeah. Mm. And mm. the truth will set them free. Yeah. yeah. And that's a promise. That's that's, right. that's, that's the law. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Has to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have
2: a I have a um I have something that I've heard from a lot of people and some people have said it to me. I don't want your guys's uh input on it. So I've heard people say that Christianity is for weak people who do not know how to handle mm-hmm. life. They say that we've created a God that we can rely on so that we can handle life and we're too weak to, yeah, to handle it. What do you guys say?
0: That is not correct. <laughs> oh, seriously, that's Done. seriously. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. All right. We're closing up now. No, just kidding. No, but um, why? So I think it's such a, yeah, it's a, it's a really, really common misconception as well. Like I um I remember growing up and listening to these different rock stars and stuff talk about Satan and how cool he is. Mm. Um it was like, Yeah, cool, I guess so. Whatever. And then I looked at like Christianity like all these people that are like super chill hippies and just um going through life like um like happy days, blah blah blah, all this stuff. Um, like I, I even believe that misconception. Mm. Um but to those who think that Christianity's For weak people, you wait till you meet Pastor Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, he'll be on this soon, this podcast soon. Uh, But yeah, um, Jesus is like the strongest person I've ever met, ever. Mm. Like he, to think about all the stuff he went through, Mm. just so he could live with me. Mm. And That's a choice by him. He chose to live with me. Mm. And that's awesome. He did it without complaining. He did it without complaining. And that's that's a miracle, man. Yeah. Like I would've complained, like, Oh dude, that hurts so much. Oh <laughs> like Yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, yeah, and it's just if we're talking about strength, if we're talking about weaknesses, like Jesus literally endured the cross. He endured the whipping and all this stuff. He endured um the Pharisees' criticism. He went through all these these things in life and more. He went through all these forms of brutality against him. And we live by example of mm. them. And because we don't retaliate the way the world does, we're seemed as weak. Mm. But Jesus says, look, if they hated you, it's because they hated me first. Mm. So they don't, they don't hate you. They hate who's in you. It's yep. me. They hate me, right? That's what Jesus was saying. Um, but to say Christianity is for weak people, nah it's um yeah really really big con- misconception i think guys?
2: well you're not done
0: i'm not done <laughs> <laughs> i have one more one more point one more point and i think um even saying that people are lying to themselves as well because everybody has a weakness yes mm. yeah. superman has a weakness yeah. you know what i'm saying like, like kryptonite mm. like all these all these superheroes all these um men of great valor have weaknesses mm. Mm. Yeah. And people fall, you know. If we, mm. if we look at um, all these different people in the Bible, like we see time and time again, where they just can't do it in their own strength. Yep. Yeah. Romans six, Romans six to eight, is literally Paul talking about doing what he doesn't like doing, but still God's grace is there for me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. And people falling is just just a simple act of humility, saying, I can't do this on my own.
2: Yeah. Paul was not a weak person. Exactly. In the Bible. Yeah. He was the guy who kills Christians. He killed
0: Christians. Yeah. Before he was a Christian. Yeah. <laughs> not while he was Christian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd <Don't> be weird. <laughs>
5: yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. What do you guys say?
1: Yeah. But what Gerard was saying, Yeah, everyone has a weakness. Like, no one... In this world is perfect. Hmm. We all make mistakes. We all have our weaknesses. Like my question is, what does it mean to be strong? What does it mean to be weak? Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that what do you mean by being by being weak? What do you mean by being strong? Because when I see strength, it's when people boast in their weaknesses, so God can show Himself mm-hmm. through them. Yeah. Um.
0: It's two <laughs> 18, <laughs> nine. My yeah. Verse. Let's go.
1: <laughs> like what? If someone said that to me, I would say read read the Bible and look at these people, mm. like what they went through.
0: Mm.
1: They these guys live by blind faith. Yep. Before before they even have the Bible, these guys in the Old Testament went through crazy stuff. And God still moved them moved through them. Yeah. And it was amazing. Like, how can you say that? Like, how can you say, like, it's not just, the Bible is just not stories. People actually went through this, mm. through these things. It's not just a story that they tell, you know, on TVs at home or preachers just tell a story. It's a real life story. Yeah. People went through it.
5: Mm.
1: And yeah. Yeah. What, is, what does it mean to be strong? What does it mean to be weak?
5: Mm. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> That's pretty good. Are we closing up.
2: Yeah, let's let's cl- let's close that up. I do want to um I feel like this is a topic that that we can go on forever. Mm. Relationship versus religion <laughs> and what it's like to be in a relationship. Like how do you hear from God? You know what I mean? Mm. Like so in a relationship it's like a dialogue.
4: Yeah. So mm.
0: what's one thing that someone that wants to be f- from relation uh bleep. Cut this out. (laughs) (laughs) Let's start again. So one thing that um, people can do to move from religion to relationship is a simple prayer. Mm. Um, And Mm. a a prayer isn't just something that you say. You have to believe it. Mm. Prayer is a communication. Yep. Prayer is an exchange. Yeah. You go to God with a request. God will give you the answer. Yep. You go to God with your life, he gives you his. Mm. And he already has given you given you his life. And so what we're going to do right now, if you haven't made the decision, if you're looking to move on from religion to relationship, or even if you're a Christian, you've said the prayer already, and you feel like you're still in a religious sort of pattern, there's still...
2: There's no change.
0: Yeah, and there's no change. There's, There's still a chance <laughs> for you, man. Like... It's not, it's not a one and done sort of thing. Yeah. Um. People recommit their lives to the Lord all the time. I recommitted my life to the Lord after yeah. I. I We're all away.
2: still like, yeah, yeah on a process. It's, it's,
0: it's all that's right. every day, is an act of surrender. Mm-hmm. Every day, yep. Jesus like Jesus said, um, pick up your cross daily. Yeah. Mm. Daily. Yeah. So it's not a one and done sort of thing. It's a daily thing. Mm. Um, and the choice is up to you. Like all you have to do is literally just say this prayer. You can reach out your hands like you're um expecting to receive something. Like if I was if I was supposed to give something to you, you'd you'd reach out your hand like this, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you can do that and Jella's gonna lead you in the prayer. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, so the prayer that I prayed was help me. And that's all it took for God to move. So if you're one of those people that are curious, even just curious, or just want what we've got, you're going through a storm, and you need God. You recognize that you need God. Just pray this prayer with me. Lord God, I humble myself, and I give you permission to do a work in me. I am giving up my life and I'm making you my God. I'm making you my Lord. And I'm asking for your help in Jesus' name. And I'll just pray for you. I thank you, Father, for every listener, every viewer. I thank you, Lord, that you just move and you just overwhelm them with your love right now in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, that everything that we've said today will stick in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, that they'll be able to apply at least one thing that we've that we've spoken about today in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, for drawing them in. I thank you, Lord, for opening their hearts, opening their minds to understand and receive you in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, for... Manifesting yourself, being real to them in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord, that you are faithful. You are always true. That when they come to you, you always draw near to them. So I thank you, God. And I just pray a blessing over everyone listening. I thank you, Lord. I release peace and joy that surpasses all understanding in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. Be blessed. And have a wonderful night. Okay. Bye. 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 Thank you for tuning in to Harvest Now Conversations. We hope you got something out of it and want to stay connected. You can follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Harvest Now Church to make sure you don't miss out on any future content. You can also message us at harvestnowchurch at gmail.com to suggest a topic to talk about or ask us a question. Until next time, stay blessed and see you in the next podcast.